0: Welcome to Tech Talk Live, a resource produced by Vision Forward. Low vision and blindness technology, tips, tricks, and information presented in a way that makes
1: sense. And now, here are your hosts, Corey and Luke
0: well hello everybody and welcome to this very special episode of tech talk live i hope everybody is doing well today it's thursday again if you can believe it and it's uh, february uh third so we've it just moved february into though. february yes yes yes, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, it did. yeah the, the uh the year is flying by and i hope it's been a good year for everybody here in wisconsin it's nice and cold today yeah yes. well, it hasn't
1: been a bit too bad this week but today no. last night and today it got pretty Yes, so uh, if you are thinking about taking a vacation to
0: Wisconsin, (laughs) I would strongly advise against it. Think again. Yeah, think again. Probably go to, uh, you know, Florida or California instead. But uh, anyway, Corey, um, today is a special episode because we are where?
1: Yeah, we are here at my house. So first of all, if we sound, we had to pull all of our equipment and bring it and things change. So if we sound weird or bad or too loud or too quiet. We apologize. If it's too loud or too quiet, throw it in the chat for us, just so we can maybe adjust as needed. Uh, But as we move things, I think some of our settings and stuff got changed. But uh, for those who joined us two weeks ago, we talked about uh, accessible smart home technology. And we said in two weeks that we would be coming, to my house to sort of see some ideas and see some smart home technology uh, uh, in in the wild? Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we do, uh, speaking also, we do have two dogs running around the house, uh, so you'll probably, speaking of wild, so you'll probably hear them. Uh, uh, banging around as well too. But.
0: Indeed, um, but yeah, it's going to be a great episode. We're going to be walking around Corey's house here. We're going to be taking a look at all the different smart adaptations that Corey has implemented. Hopefully, they'll all work as <laughs> yeah. they're supposed to. Yeah, and uh, for anybody who's confused about um, the house here, the uh, the house from the last episode was not yeah, actually Corey's house. That was a fake house. But we are actually at Corey's house for real this time. Yes, and no uh, green screen today. No green screen. No. And last time we were, uh, I was. Saying Corey, how the house that we had chosen for you to, to be at was really nice, it was. Um, and um, but this house is actually just as nice, if not nicer oh, than that one. Look at so, you. yes, oh, nice uh, of you. yeah. So, uh, we're looking forward to, to taking a walk around here. And as usual, if anybody has any questions, then feel free to put them into the chat. But do bear in mind that <laughs> uh, we won't be able to monitor those as we're walking around the house. So, uh, at the end of our walk around, we do intend on coming back to here and um,
1: answering any questions that might have come up. And we might be able to stop midway through because uh, when we're connected, we're gonna step away from this setup and use the phone. Mm -hmm. Uh, We can look at the chat on the phone. So maybe we could take a little halfway break too and, and try to answer some things, I think but. we're basically going to be figuring it out
0: as we go. To, we're uh, to completely some extent, yeah. winging it. Yes, yeah, so we're completely
1: winging it. So <laughs> hopefully okay. everything goes well.
0: And I do apologize to people who are uh, watching on YouTube. Um, unfortunately, we won't be able to monitor the comments in YouTube. I don't think not today, today unfortunately, yeah. because once we walk
1: away, we, again we can keep, take a peek at them maybe when we come back if possible. I don't know. We're loading it up. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, well, it'll yes, it'll so. loop on us. But yeah, so we'll, I do apologize. We'll answer them afterwards.
0: Okay, yeah, um, we, will, uh, we will endeavor to do something with those, but uh, yes. Uh, so anyway, thanks for joining us, everybody, and uh, I hope you're looking forward to the session today. Now, as usual, we, we do want to get our jokes in. Just because we've moved locations doesn't mean
1: that yeah. we can get rid of our jokes. Before we go into the jokes, I have hmm. something that's not a joke. Uh-oh. Uh, coming up for those uh, interested, coming up this Sunday, November. November. I uh, <laughs> we, we did an event in November, then this ties into it, and that's why I keep doing it. Yeah. This Sunday, February 6th, we're doing a, a fundraising event for Vision Forward called Dining in the Dark at Home. It's going to be a virtual event. Starts on uh, on Sunday, February 6th at 5 p.m. Head over to Vision-Vision forwardorg You can register. It's completely free to join. Uh, there'll be about a 30 minute presentation. I'm part of that presentation. So if you enjoy listening uh, to the dulcet tones of, of Corey, uh, please. <laughs> and if you don't, still still sign <laughs> Just, up. But anyways, yeah, head over to vision-forward.org and uh, you can see all the details and register. And uh, We'll be streaming live on YouTube for that.
0: Yes. And I will not be a part of that event, but I will be eating uh, in the dark. Good. So, during the event. Yeah. Good. So, uh, please, everybody, join us for that. That would be wonderful. Um, okay, so without any further ado, yes, we do have joke. a joke. Now, this joke was actually sent in by a, uh, a viewer or a listener, and um, so it uh, is a little bit special. And I'm not sure if you would have heard this one before, Corey, but okay, I'm hoping you. you haven't because I thought, personally, it was, it was quite a good okay. one. Um, so, here we go. How much did the pirate pay... To get his ears pierced how
1: much did the pirate pay
0: to get his ears Booty. pierced
1: isn't that what isn't that what they call <laughs> yeah
0: that would be a, a pirate's treasure but yeah, uh, that's
1: the wrong piercing that, uh, yeah <laughs> um, um gold um, um davy jones i'm just I'm trying to get of things if anybody has any ideas of yeah. course how much did the pirate the pay to have his ears pierced yes Arr. No. <laughs> good uh, guess. I got. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Okay, we didn't have anybody in the chat say anything. The answer is a buccaneer. Oh, hey. buccaneer. Uh, yeah. That's pretty good. Oh,
1: sound effects, please. Oh yes. Uh, not sure which one it is. So we'll give you this one. Oh no, that's a better one. Let's do that one. <laughs> So can I throw in one more? My daughter gave, do, told me do. one this morning. Um, she, I don't know if she made the sound or heard it. I'm not sure. But anyways, why do sharks only swim in salt water? Mm. How do sharks only swim in salt water? Uh, hmm, I can't even. I can't even yeah. imagine. They only swim in salt water because they're allergic to pepper. Oh God!
0: Salt pepper. That's the <laughs> worst joke I've
1: ever heard <laughs> in my life. That's pretty bad. All
0: right, I'm gonna hit this sound effect and I hope it's the right one.
1: I'm gonna tell my daughter that you just
0: <laughs> gave her the sad, miserable horn sound effect. Uh, you know what? Feel free. Feel free. <laughs> that was a very bad one. All right, that's why we're here. It's that is exactly. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, well, we didn't have any jokes in the chat today, so slightly disappointing. But if anybody does have any jokes to put into the chat, please go ahead and put them in, and we will uh, take a look at those later. But for now, we will start our walk around of Cory's smart home here. Um, so let's. We're going to get connected on a an iPhone, and that's what we're going to be using uh, for our navigation around the house. So give us a second while we get connected here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There right. you go.
1: Please hold there. there. <laughs> Click here. Okay, and so, so hopefully now screen. we will get connected. Open. open. Alright, okay. we're recording. okay. Here we go. I'm going to mute you in a second when I'm yeah, okay. okay, okay. You're going to uh, you're gonna need to change the camera angle.
0: All right. Okay, so we should be
1: connected. Okay. All right, so hopefully everybody can hear us through the phone now. Yeah, can someone give us a, a heads up or a thumbs up in the chat really quick? Because I don't hear us coming through, but I also have... I want to make sure that everyone can hear us. Sure. We're not getting anything in the chat, so...
0: Oh, wait, no, Susan says we're all good.
1: All right, good. Let's turn the speech awesome. off and then switch to the back camera. And don't forget to unplug your mics. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so hopefully this is all working now. So uh, I've got the uh, the uh, camera facing yeah. to the outside. And I'm just going to go ahead and
1: rotate here.
0: And uh, let's see. Can we see Corey? Yes, we can see Hello. Corey. All right, okay. So,
1: I think the first thing that we're going to look at, we're going to start, we're going to come back to the kitchen, but we have one thing I want to show in the kitchen that's tied to the front door. We talked a couple weeks ago about smart doorbells snort 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 <laughs> no uh, smart doorbells <laughs> give you two things that are really cool number one it gives you the ability to have video cameras so you can see who's outside now you may say well if I'm blind or visually impaired and I can't see what 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 good is that and, and I'll agree I don't use that feature at all but you also have the ability to talk via microphone to the person that's out there so I have a ring doorbell outside my door and I have it set up it's going to do two things when I press the button First, it's going to uh, all of the Amazon Echoes throughout my house are going to all make a a doorbell sound. So no matter where I am in the house, I know that someone's at the door. But then also a live camera feed and audio is going to show up on an Echo in my kitchen behind um, Loop right now. And this is a uh, Echo 15 show. So this is a 15-inch echo with a screen, and because this has a screen on it, it should show the video display. Now, sometimes it acts goofy, so I'm going to give it a whirl, I'm going to go out and press the button. All right, good luck. See if it works. In the meantime,
0: we will uh, take a look at Hayden having a rest down here. A very tired dog, as you can see, he's had a he's had a tough day. Let's go ahead and look at our Amazon, and hopefully we're going to see shortly the image of Corey outside.
1: Okay. We'll see if
0: it shows up. Waiting, we're waiting. Might need to hit it, twice. Okay, let's try again. We we were unsuccessful. We're gonna try this again.
1: Okay.
0: So waiting, falling. And there we go, we have the live image. Now Corey is not outside at the moment, so I'm not sure, oh, there he goes hello <laughs>
1: hello i'm, I'm here.
0: all right uh, pl- come house, please? please come in please come in and so uh, i don't know if, if you guys heard but in addition to us being able to uh, see the image from the doorbell. We also uh, heard the doorbell ring on. I think it's every one of the uh, the echoes throughout the house, Corey. Is that, that correct? Is correct. Okay. And, and
1: I think I currently two, four, five, I don't know ten. A lot. Or so <laughs> throughout the
0: house. <laughs> so you're definitely not missing anybody who's ringing on the doorbell. That's yes. for sure. Uh, let me, uh, Cory. I was just uh, thinking maybe I'll just step outside just to have a quick look at yeah, the doorbell itself. Sure. Um, so we'll take a, a just a little walk
1: I out might the door have here. The, uh,
0: Top one, yeah. Okay, let's see if I can figure this out. God, can you undo it for me? <laughs>
1: sure. I'd be happy to. We need a smart lock to do it. This is, this is
0: live video in action here, people. Alright, so we'll just take this quick step outside here just so we can look at this doorbell. You guys have probably seen something like this before. This is the ring doorbell. And so we do have the camera at the top there. And then obviously the doorbell is uh, is underneath. Um, so just wanted to make sure people were aware of what that was. But now let's go back inside because it's quite cold.
1: All right. Okay, so the, uh, the one thing before you uh, come out of that front foyer, there, there is a motion detector uh, that's on this pillar over here. I don't know if the camera it's a little darker in here. So I'm not not sure if you'll see it. We can get there's a motion detector on this and it's pointing towards you turn your camera you're pointing towards my stairs going up to the second floor yeah. and the way this works is when you come down the stairs at night i have it set up from 11 p.m to 4 a.m when you come down the stairs the motion detector sees you and then it turns my kitchen lights on to about 50 brightness so that when you go into the kitchen uh if the kids are getting water or whatever it might be then the lights are already on for them. And then it's set when it doesn't detect motion for 10 minutes, it'll automatically turn the lights off in the kitchen then because the kids never turn off the lights when they're done. And the nice thing
0: about that is because you can set it to only happen after 11 o'clock at night, which is... Exactly. uh, So during
1: the day or that when we're up, the motion detector just sits there and doesn't do anything so that your lights aren't constantly going on, off, on, off, on, off. So it's only during that time period. Right, And then in the family or in the living room here, you know, last week or two weeks ago, we talked about smart lighting and we talked about the differences between using a smart bulb and using a smart switch. And when, you know, when would one of them make sense and when does using a bulb make sense? Well, when we moved into this house, there was no lights in the ceiling here. It was all lamps. And so in that case, the smart bulbs would have made sense. But I like overhead lights, so we ended up having uh, lights put into the ceiling, and there's six of them that are in here. Now that would get pretty expensive to have six smart bulbs. So what I did instead is that there's a single light switch over on the wall that controls all six. Now it can act just like a normal um, uh, light switch. Pressing the top button turns it on. The bottom button turns it off, and the two middle buttons uh adjust the dim how how bright it is but because it's a smart switch it's also connected and can be powered by the amazon echo as well now one thing you'll see as we go through uh the house here is that when you set up a smart home and you put devices into rooms you can um you can group devices in specific rooms. So right now we're in the living room, the light switch is in the living room, it's called living room light switch. And then there are two Amazon Echoes in here as well, and they've been placed in the living room. The importance of that is rather than me having to say, turn on living room switch, I can simply just say, turn on the lights and the Echo knows, okay, I'm in this room, so I'm going to turn on the lights that are assigned to this room that I'm in. So, for example, if I say, Alexa, turn on the lights. Ooh. You can see that the ceiling lights then come on. And then I can also adjust the brightness using Amazon Echo. Now, again, I could do it from the switch, but I could say, Alexa, set the lights to 50%. And you see that they dim down a little bit then. Because this light switch is controlling all six lights, then that's how I'm able to turn them all on, all off, or adjust the dimming uh, from, from using the Amazon Echo. Again, because it's a smart switch, I could then start to do other things like the motion detector we just talked about a moment ago. I could set up a motion detector so every time you walked into this room, the motion detector would detect motion and then it would automatically turn on that smart switch with the, which would then obviously control all six of the lights in here too.
0: Now Corey, you can also assign the lights their own names. So if you don't want to turn them all on, you could just turn on specific lights as well, right?
1: In here, no, because I chose to do a light switch, uh-huh. it's one switch, all six lights. Got it, yeah. If they would have been either six separate light bulbs, then you could, yeah. or if I had one switch that did three and then a second switch maybe that did the other three then you could adjust them independently okay but because it's a single light switch so that's the downfall then of doing a single light switch. The convenience is you can control six of them and it's cheaper. Yeah. The downfall then is that you they all have to be the same.
0: And so I think it's important and, to consider before you start installing anything, really consider exactly what it is that you want to be able yeah. to do, because then that's going to guide you to yeah. what solution you need.
1: And we'll see when we go down into my basement, That's different. I have four light switches down there and we'll talk about the specific each. There's different zones for uh, specifically because I wanted to control them separately. And
0: I've been down to the basement this morning and I can report is awesome. So I'm looking forward to going down there.
1: So maybe we'll should we go into the kitchen, I guess, because I don't think there's really anything else in here. Uh, well, let's just take a quick look at the location of
0: the, um, your um, Echo devices. Sure. Um, so. I've got
1: one just down on the floor. Uh, so these, these are the Echo Studios. These are the bigger, uh, really nice sounding ones. And they actually recommend that these typically stay down on the floor versus up on a table. So there's one in that corner. And then there's another one on the opposite uh, kitty corner, diagonal uh, side of the room next to the dog crate um, end table thing. Yep. Uh, another one over there, too. And those are, have been paired together. So you set them up separately. And then in the Alexa app, you can go in and you, um, tell, you tell it, I want to pair these two together. So when it plays music, then it plays it in stereo, left channel, right channel versus just having a single mono one.
0: Are you able to uh, connect these speakers to like a television, for example?
1: If you're using an Amazon Fire TV or a TV stick, Fire TV stick, yes, then you create what they call a surround sound and then anything that plays out of the Fire TV can come out of the Echo devices then. So Very you can cool. use your Echoes as your speakers. might
0: then. be a fairly cheap way to set up a surround sound system because you can yeah. pick up the speakers for pretty cheap. So. They
1: are, and these Echo Studios are really nice, too. Yeah. Yeah. They also do the, the Dolby Atmos up-firing towards nice. the ceiling, if you want, too. All so. right.
0: Yeah. Uh, cool. So let's did go through to the you show
1: the light switch, though? I don't know. If I, did, did. Uh, I did I okay. did get a shot of it, but we'll just get in a
0: bit closer here. So uh, on the top here, we're able to turn on the lights. On the bottom here, turn off, and then obviously the brightness controls are here. So you don't necessarily have to use
1: the kind of smart functionality if you don't want to. Um, it's up to you. And, and honestly, that is one of the most important. There's two really things that are important when creating a smart home. And second one we'll probably try to talk about later. But one of the first ones is you want to make it easy to use. I love technology. I love little gadgets. I like using my voice. My wife hates it. She wants to use a traditional light switch that she's used to. And so you want to make sure when you're setting things up like this, that people who may not be into the smart technology can still use the stuff the way that they're used to doing it, which is what makes light switches pretty cool uh, because they are pretty you know standard. People know how to use them, but they're smart. All right. Cool. All right.
0: Let's go through to the kitchen. I want to do one of just
1: uh, have a look at this.
0: uh have a look at this uh, Echo uh, 15 over here, um, just because I hadn't seen one of these before. So I don't know how familiar people are with this, but uh, it's pretty cool. It's got a little stand here. It's kind of like a, a tablet that's got its own stand. And then uh, obviously it's got a, a camera built in so yeah. you can do video calling and, um, and then connect it to all of your smart home appliances. Then, with so,
1: this one being the newer one, it also will have face detection. So when you walk up to it, it recognizes who you are, and then it shows you your calendar. So you can have separate uh, stuff then.
0: All right, we are living in the future.
1: Yeah. So for the kitchen here, uh, smart wise, really the, the big thing I have in here is some smart lighting again. So the ceiling light is just a normal light, but it's connected to the same kind of smart switch we just saw in the living room. There's also a light above the sink, same thing. It's connected to that same kind of light switch. But then I also installed some strip lighting above all of my cabinets. So you can see it going around the cabinets and also on the other side of the fridge here. And those then um, don't have, they're not connected to oh, any... Oh, thank you. They're <laughs> not connected to any kind of light switch at all. So uh, you either need to use your voice then to, to power them. So each of them are their own separate uh, strips. So there's four of them in here. So they all each have their own unique names. So you'd have to say, you know, power strip one or a strip light one, strip light two, strip light three. Or because we did that group function, this is the kitchen. All four of these strip lights, plus the ceiling light, plus the light above the sink, have all been placed in the kitchen group. That echo there. Oops, that's right. That's the that trigger phrase is yeah. Ear, I know. So <laughs> <messing that> <laughs> The, that device, the 15 show there is also placed in the kitchen here. So again, just like in the living room, if I say, Echo, turn off my lights. All of the lights, including the strip lights, the sink and the kitchen, the ceiling light all went off without me having to use any specifics. Echo, turn on my lights. Now I could do them all separately, but there's some other fun things I can do with automation or routines. Uh, at Halloween time, my kids had a party in, uh, at the house and they wanted me to set up these strip lights and do all different colors. So I have it set up if I say, Echo, it's Halloween time. You can see the strip lights went orange and purple for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> So we had something for Christmas as well, too.
0: Let me guess, red and white?
1: Uh, red and green. Ah, oh, okay. Close enough. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. So that's basically what I have in for the kitchen here is, again, more, more lighting-wise. Uh, I did get a new stove, but it's not a smart stove, but I have a feeling I'm going to end up returning this. we've had this conversation. Uh, and I'm going to probably end up returning it for a smart stove so that I can simply say, you know, bake 350 degrees and it'll do it all. Say, make my dinner, yeah, like, make,
0: make me a pie, please. <laughs> so. Um, one, so one thing to note in here is just the difference compared to the front room where everything was connected, uh, to the one single switch. Oh, yeah, uh, versus in here where there is the ability to turn on and off the individual uh, lights. Yeah, so, yeah.
1: what I've done in here, we mentioned there's really kind of five separate lights or six separate lights. There's the four strip lights and then the two ceiling lights rather than having to turn all of those on either by my voice or turn them all on separately. I do have another smart switch over here and this one is set up so that when I turn off the switch, everything goes off. And when I turn on the switch, they all come on again. So that way that's kind of nice so that I can just hit one switch and have everything go on. But let's say, for example, we're going to turn everything off. Let's say at night, I just want the strip light to come on. Well, I can press this button here. We'll talk about these buttons when we go downstairs. I'll press this button here, and you're gonna see that just the strip lights come on now. So there is some granularity to control things individually. Let's just have a quick look at the now, uh, the light
0: switch here. We do have this circular, um, the circular you know, button as well.
1: Let's We'll talk about that in one second now that you saw yeah. it on camera, but one last thing to show, there's another switch to the right here. And this is an example of using bulbs versus switches so i have a ceiling fan above the kitchen table here and a lot of these dimmer switches that we've been showing so far they don't work on ceiling fans the power draw is different they just don't work so in this case what i did is i put three smart bulbs in the ceiling fan and then i have a little wireless switch here from Philips hue and this little wireless switch here will control those three bulbs. So when I press the button, they go off, and when I press it again, they go back on. So it's almost like having kind of a traditional light switch, um, but it's control- this one switch controls those three bulbs. Now, because those are all smart bulbs they're individual, I could use my voice or an app on my phone and I could adjust each bulb separately if I wanted to. So one could be you know 100% 150 percent, 125% as <laughs> you want. Why not? Um, I have another ceiling fan in our dining room and it's set up the exact same way as well too. All right now this button that we just mentioned before here, this button this is called a smart button and what this is, does this is pretty cool this allows you to do three presses. There's a single press, a double press and a hold. And you can set each of those to perform a specific action. So we talked two weeks ago about Amazon routines, and we're gonna be putting out a video on how to create these routines, but this is that automation. So for example, I had set up a routine that turns on the four kitchen, uh, the four strip lights, and, and then also set a routine that turned off those four uh, strip lights. Then, I connected that routine to this button. So a single press turns them on, they're on right now. A double press sets, turns on that routine, that oh, turns on it, fires that routine that turns off the lights. And again, if I press it once, you'll see they come back on. So that is kind of cool because it gives you the ability to control different routines that you may normally, you need to use your voice but if you don't want to use your voice or you have somebody in the house that's not doesn't want to use their voice or you forget what you called it, you can just use these smart buttons to do it as well. And you'll see downstairs, I've got a couple more that I've been using.
0: All right. Should we go through to the, uh, yeah, to the, to the to
1: TV room, room here? here? This, oh, yeah. There isn't a whole lot in here. This room's under construction. We're in the <laughs> middle of painting. <laughs> but. <laughs> Um, Again, I have another smart switch in here. Same thing when we bought this house, there was no lights in the ceiling. And so this smart switch here, when we turn it on, it turns on the four uh, lights that we just had put in the ceiling. And you also see across the way, it turns on a lamp over there as well, too. That's a smart lamp, again, with the same kind of smart bulbs that we just saw in above the kitchen table. And so this switch is then set up to turn on the four in the ceiling and set that one up as well there are four uh, there are two Amazon uh, echo devices in here just like in the living room in the corners and again because those those two echoes are set up in the family room and these lights are all been placed into the family room group or room I can simply say Alexa turn off my lights oh I didn't hear me Alexa turn off my lights there, there we go, go. We see all the lights in just this room turned off. Alexa, turn on my lights. And there we go. And this time you can see the lamp to our left also turned on. That one was not set to work with that switch, but because that lamp and that smart bulb have been placed in this room because I gave the echo command, to turn on the lights, it turned on every single light in this room. By the
0: way, I just saw a, a comment through, uh, come through on the chat and I was able to read the whole thing cause it was only short. Oh. Uh, so I think her name was Lynn said that my uh, device just responded to
1: you. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, I should have mentioned that we might've wanted to uh, we might watch any of your devices. I won't buy anything using my voice. <laughs> I so, so again, some smart lighting in here. Um, the other thing that we've done in this room is that above the, um, uh, fireplaces a TV, and Somebody this is, one of, yeah, this is one of the new Amazon fire TVs that they're selling. And this has, um, uh, the A word built into it. And so it comes with a remote and usually it's always listening. So you could just talk to the TV and it's got its own built-in Amazon echo, but you can also use the remote to do it. So I just picked up the remote. And if I hold down the, uh, the A button here, turn on TV, we're gonna see that the TV should come on if it wants to work for us. It did. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Good. <clears throat> and because this is a Fire TV and everything is, is built into this device, it does have voice view. So there is a screen reader built in. So as we move around uh, the interface, Netflix, whatever it might be. We can yeah, uh, look at speech. Let's hear a bit of that. Yeah. Let me get to our home screen here. Let's see. Sponsor. Recently there there you you go. Go. watched eight mile button. So Four there's minutes. a recently watched. If I come you down. down Sponsor. Hello. Spring fashion by QVC and HSN. I have my speech a little button. fast. Recently used apps. News by Fire TV button. So here are some recently News used. by Fire TV. So press if press we two. go back up back up to the recently watched. Sponsored. Hello. Recently watched. I go eight to the miles, right seven. arrow. Frozen, 2013. There go. If I hit enter on that, then we'll have the movie pop up. Purchase this video, Frozen 2013,
0: out of five stars from customers.
1: There we go, and then we can start playing. Loading. And it should play audio description. Yeah, there we go. Playing Frozen 2013. So we'll stop that. Pause. Now, one thing I can also do, so we just use the remote, but again, remember there is an Amazon Echo built into this device. So now let's go back to our home screen here.
0: And let's use our
1: voice instead. Play Frozen. Let's see if that works. Okay, you can play Frozen on Prime Video or Disney Plus. Yes. Which would you like? Prime Video. Nope. Prime video. Getting frozen from Prime video. All right. Now we don't have to use the remote at all outside of having it listening to us. This is the perfect film
0: for winter in Milwaukee.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now we can use the remote. Fast forward one hour. You want to skip right to the end? Okay. I probably should have done an hour. That I think it just done. ended. Go home. And that should take us back to our home. Um, right um, so you yeah, can see. use your remote to then kind of jump Please forward, rewind, fast moves. forward and stuff. And then if I turn off TV we can turn it off by using our voice. And we actually well, do have uh,
0: videos on the uh, previous tech talk videos on uh, using the fire TV, as well as the, um, the Apple TV as well. Yeah. Um, so if you, uh, if uh, smart TV is something that you're interested in, you can always check out the YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash InfoCUS technology, and you'll be able to find previous tech talks yeah. uh, looking a bit deeper into smart TVs. And the
1: upside to this one buying the TV with it all built in is this one does have a camera and a microphone. So you can actually video chat. We could set it up so at the beginning, when you guys, when we rang the doorbell and it came up on the echo in the uh, kitchen, instead I could have it show up on the TV. So if you're in watching TV, um, you could have it pop up and you could see and talk to the person at your front door as well. Cool, so. All right, so onto the basement. Should we do it? Yeah, I think Uh, uh, maybe finish up with the the basement. This is, as
0: far as I'm concerned, this is the highlights of the tour. Let's just uh, see how Hayden's
1: doing here. It's been good. Watch your step. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> all right. So all right, we all so come we down our basement. First thing right before we start going down is I do have some of those same smart lights, uh, the light strips I had in the kitchen. I have going down the side. Of Kobe, my... uh, let's just talk about the sensor quickly. Oh, I yeah. know you're not using it at the moment. But... Yeah. Good example. So uh, these, we talked about door sensors last uh, two, two weeks ago, uh, contactor door sensors. And so this is an example. I've got the one part down here uh, on the frame and then the other part is on the door itself. So now that they're open like this, they're, they're they're disconnected, so the door is open. When we close the door, they come together, the door is closed. Originally, I had this set up so every time you opened up the door, the lights uh, in the rec room would turn on automatically for you. That worked out great until we started watching our first movie. You'll see we have a little setting for movie. It's nice and dark down there so you can see the projector. And then one of my kids went upstairs to use the bathroom, and as soon as they opened the door, all the lights came on. <laughs> so it's a good example of try- of thinking, oh, this will be really cool, putting it into use and then going, oh, never mind. This didn't work out very well. So currently this one is not being used at this point. We, we may come up with something in the future, but right now it's it's deactivated so it doesn't do anything. All right, so let's head down the stairs. Come Should on, I close down. the door here, bro? Uh, yeah, sure, go for it. That one, Hayden. Yeah.
0: There you go. And uh, you uh, people watching this won't be able to tell, but it smells absolutely wonderful down right, here because right. there's a new carpet. <laughs>
1: so we have some more lighting uh, on this side of the stairs too. So another strip lights come down. You can see I like my strip lights. I have. A little bit of vision I have. I love putting these strip lights everywhere. I'm probably going to put more down here. Uh, another smart device is the heater uh, that's running right down on the on the floor there. You'd say, "Well, what what do you mean a smart heater?" Well, this heater can be connected to Wi-Fi, and then I can say, "Alexa, set the basement heater to 71 degrees." Thermostat is set to 71. So now I'm able to connect and adjust this specific heater, or I can say. Alexa, turn off the basement heater. And now that basement heater is turning off. So what's cool is if we're upstairs and we know go, we're going to watch a movie, a little later, I can just, from upstairs, turn the heater on down here so it gets nice and toasty. So <laughs> one, one might say it's lazy. One might say <laughs> it's, it's the future. I'm going to uh, say it's small. Yeah. Um, my little, I don't know if that thing's working. It's working. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. It's not really smart though. I mean, it's just a TV with, uh, uh, there's a computer on the other side of the wall powering this and it just cycles every minute. It cycles through movie posters for our theater. So that is an excellent yeah. feature. Um, down here now we have a, a bunch of light switches. So there's four total. One of them does the single light at the bottom of the stairs. One switch controls the four right here. So these four in the kind of the, uh, this area that we haven't yet gotten our game room and furniture in. And then one does the two above the movie theater seats and one controls the two in front of right by the actual screen. And that the reason I have that many switches is because I want to be able to control these lights separately. When you watch a movie, there's a good chance you don't want the lights right in front of the movie screen turned on because it blurs out and you know kind of doesn't make it very easy for others to see it. And then um, you want it so that, so that you you want to be kind of, you know, in this case, I wanted to be able to control them a little bit more separately. So each of some of them are on different light switches there.
0: Let me just uh, take a look at that bank of uh, light yeah. switches here. So here we go. There is one that's not uh, in- inserted at the moment, but there's uh, the four switches the in a row right, there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Perfect. All right. So then I guess we could show, maybe show the snack cabinet. Oh yeah, let's show the snack cabinet. So I've got a snack cabinet over here with movie theater candy. Actually, the kids eat most of it, It needs to be some of it needs to be replenished. But I have strip lights inside of this cabinet. And a couple things are going to happen. First of all, they're on right now, but I have one of those same door sensors that we just showed upstairs. Uh, set up on the inside of this door. So two things are going to happen when I open this door. First. There are kids trying to steal candy. So there's an automation that's set up as when, when the door opens, it plays a custom message, anything you want it to play over the Alexas in the house. So everywhere in the house, then it said, the kids are trying to steal the candy. Uh, so it's just kind of a joke. The kids always think it's funny. Um, there are kids trying to steal candy. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, when we close it, then you'll see the lights go off automatically because you don't really need them on. And then again, if I open them because they're off, the lights will come oh, on. And <laughs> you can see that gets annoying after a bit. But you'll <laughs> see the lights come on automatically when you open them as well, too. So that's kind of one cool thing. Um, then in our uh, movie theater here, we have uh our, our seats our movie theater seats oh I like comfy oh yeah we talked upstairs about uh, those buttons and i have a couple of routines set up down here to do a number of different things from turning on my movie projector and the stereo to uh routines that uh adjust the lights depending on who's watching a movie and I can use my voice to do all of those different ones if I want but sometimes again you might not want to use your voice or you might not remember what's the exact phrase so inside the armrest of my seat here I have two of those buttons uh, mounted in here they just have sticky side on them and they're just powered by battery and again if you remember they have three different controls, single press, double press, and um, hold, long press, hold, yeah. So the one on the right here is set up to do my, uh, well, we'll do the one on the left here first. This one on the left here, when I press this once, it turns on all of my theater. So I'm gonna press it once and my projector will turn on, the stereo will turn on, and then the Apple TV will be ready to go. And I use all my remotes are usually in here too. So we can get ready and start watching a movie here once it turns on. So it's usually like a second or two. Oh, yep, projector's going on. It's coming on. Yep. Good. So now everything's coming on. So now that's that's good, but you know, you don't want to watch a movie in a bright light like that. That's no fun. So the other button that's in here is set up for some different lighting routines or scenes of different lighting. So if we press it once all of the lights pretty much go off and then some of them you can see the strip lights have turned red so you can still find your way to the stairs if you want to a lamp over on the other side of the movie theater seat has also turned red red is usually a good color from what i've told uh where it doesn't like draw your eyes away from if you're watching a movie i don't know if
0: that's true.
1: Now. It's really dark though, which is good. And But when my wife wants to watch a movie with us, she can't just sit and watch a movie, she's gotta be working on something. So if I press the button twice, the lights above me go on a little bit, plus the lamp over there turned red, uh, from red into uh, white so that she can sit over there and still work and it's still nice and dim for most of us to watch the movie. And then if my son plays video games, if I press and hold this button, sometimes I gotta do it twice, uh, the lights all go into his favorite gaming blue. So the lamp turn blue, the strip lights behind. Is it. that the official uh, name of gaming this color? Gaming blue. So so I'm going to turn the lights back on. We'll press it once. We'll turn our lights back on. Woo. There we go. So, those, so it's kind of nice not to be able, not to have to use your voice uh, all the time. Now, again, I could. So I could say, Alexa, watch a movie. And we're gonna see the same thing just happen here. So that phrase, watch a movie, is basically tied to that button press. Uh, they do the same thing. Alexa, turn on my lights. Again, because we're I've set everything up as the rec room or group down here, all four switches we talked about, the cabinet lights in the, sn- uh, in the snack cabinet, the lamp over here and the strip lights over there are all set in the same room. So when I say turn on my lights, everything goes on
0: then. I'd just like to point out this feature, which isn't really a smart feature, but Corey has speakers oh. in his in his <laughs> ceiling. Yeah. So, so that he can uh, enjoy Dolby Atmos sound.
1: So when you're watching a movie, if it has a surround sound with Dolby Atmos, oh. it sounds like things are above your head. So like if it's raining, you can hear the rain above <laughs> your head. And we just watched uh, a car chase in Ready Player One and you could hear it. Stuff about we have it. Yeah. it was pretty cool. This
0: is basically uh, the goal of my life to achieve displacement. It's, it's pretty comfy. <laughs> and,
1: uh, many many evenings, uh, everyone's upstairs, and I come down here <laughs> and watch uh, watch on Netflix or yeah. sometimes I just sit down here <laughs> in the I'm, dark. Yeah. my uh, daughter's having a sleepover. She's having four girls over this this weekend, and the same thing. Go downstairs. Go go ahead downstairs. <laughs> uh, also, uh, so the uh,
0: the screen here, uh, so there's a projector set up mm-hmm. and that's uh, broadcasting onto the screen here. What size do you think this is, Corey? It's a hundred inch. Okay, so we have a hundred inch uh, screen and it's uh, the, the projector is connected to an Apple TV. And if you did see our uh, previous uh, TV accessibility Tech Talk Lives, right. you will know that Apple TV is fully accessible.
1: Yeah, so as I move, I grab the remote here, as I move through uh, arrows here. You can hear that uh, the voiceover, the same voiceover you're familiar with on your iPhone and iPad, is also on the Apple TV. So I can move around and use uh, the Apple TV uh, with, with, from the, with having the screen reader. And Chloe has
0: it set quite fast, but you can obviously adjust yes. the voice to make it slower. Does it have uh, any voice uh, control? It does have Sirius okay. well. on right, the cool.
1: side of the remote. So we could say, You know, for example, if we wanted to, uh, I'm trying to think of. Oh, well, we could do. We were just watching Ready Player One on um, uh, on uh, on the Apple TV. We could say, "Watch Ready Player One." Menu, menu, watch now? And it should go into it for us. 2018, ready. There we go. pause it before we get in trouble for every movie's play. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you can also, you said has Siri built into it, so we can use Siri video,
0: then to, on, call on. Talk
1: to, uh, uh In order to control stuff, just like we did on the upstairs using the uh, Amazon Echo uh, on the Fire TV.
0: All right. Well, this is basically the smartest home in existence. Um, but I
1: don't know if it's the smartest home, especially well. for the person who set it up. But,
0: uh, <laughs> well, we but did say last last time that a home is only as small smart, as the yeah. use
1: <laughs> And I did mention, you know, upstairs that there's two things to really remember when you create your smart home. Number one, make sure that the people that you're with, you know, you, you mentioned, Luke, you're know, really sitting and thinking about what you want and where you want it and how you want it, a switch versus wall, that's important, absolutely. Making sure it's easy for everyone else in the family to use. And also remember, and I and it took me a while to learn this one, is that less is more. You know, your instinct might be, oh, I'm going to do this, and this will be so cool. And you walk in here, and these five things happen. And then rarely does things work out as well as you want them to. And the example is, you know, thinking if I open up the basement door, the lights go on. Oh, that's so cool. Except then when we were in the middle of, you know, watching a movie, they all went on. We didn't want them to. So sometimes, you you know, less is more creating your smart home. You want your smart home to make things easier for you and make them more accessible. You don't want to end up with more work uh, for yourself.
0: All right. Good advice. And with that, I think we have completed the, uh, the smart home tour. So let's head back up to our, um, to our main base, and then we can answer any questions that we have in the chat. So, if anybody was holding any questions back, then please do feel free to uh, put those into the chat at this point. I know we already did have some questions come in, and uh, we will endeavor to answer those. Uh, give us a second here while we get set to back up in our main area.
1: All right, I'll leave the meeting on that. Okay. We mic'd did the camera go
0: off uh, nope camera is good i think i might disconnect from the meeting yeah
1: all right i just unmuted my mic and i'll unmute you here we go we should all right be good. hopefully
0: everybody can uh, can hear us again now we're back to our home yeah. base and uh, amazingly, the technology seemed to work yeah. uh, all the way through. So that we'll, is quite. We'll have surprising. to re-watch it at some point. <laughs> we'll probably find out that everything failed. But um, <laughs> but yeah, um, as we saw, there's a lot that you can do with a smart home, and uh, really thinking about what it is that you want to do um, is going to pay dividends in the end. Now, obviously, things might change over time, but it's a good idea to just sit and think about what you might be able to, uh, might, what you might want to control. And uh, I think uh, last time Corey, you recommended that maybe. Starting off small was a good way. Yeah, yeah. Just maybe thinking of uh, one or two things that you might want to exactly. Start
1: with. Yeah, uh, single bulb, maybe one of those uh, s- um, smart plugs we talked about, where you plug into the wall and plug a lamp into it. Maybe a thermostat if you're able to switch it up because thermostat, we we didn't show it here because there's not a whole lot to show. We there's not much to do, but it's it's so awesome to be able to control my thermostat and not have to, you know, ask somebody to change it or do this or that. It's it's nice to be able to do it on my own. And not that you can't with other ways, uh, tactile and stuff, but. Yeah. I like the smart
0: one. And the nice thing about the smart stuff as well is you can actually control it from outside of the home. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're at work, for example, and you want the home to be nice and warm, you know, when you get home, yep. then you can crank up the heating uh, using uh, uh, your smartphone or uh, using a voice command you got um, yeah for like an hour before you get home and then it's nice and toasty.
1: Exactly. I wonder if there's any
0: smart... I wonder if with a Tesla car you can... Uh, use your voice to uh, get it started. Yeah, you can. I believe
1: oh. Yeah, and not only just right. Tesla. I, I think a, num- a number of cars, cars are starting them, yeah. to have that. You can use your phone as the key. Yeah, so you can just do yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. So.
0: The uh, the future really is here, everybody. Um, but uh, yeah, we did see a couple of times, and this is something that uh, has always scared me about smart homes. We did see a couple of times that Corey gave a command and was completely ignored. Sure, his uh, his house had become sentient and decided it didn't want to take <laughs> orders anymore from uh, from Corey. So, or just uh,
1: like anything else, people stop listening to me. Yeah, it's really yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, god not that guy again. Yeah.
0: So I mean, there is uh, there is downsides. You know, sometimes. Sure. Now I will say, for the most part, it is reliable, and if it doesn't hear you or whatever, then you can always. To say the command again you know so it's not necessarily
1: a big deal uh, but... we've sort of made a joke in this house we're, we're always yelling at the amazon echo devices it yeah, never, yeah it never yeah. does you know, you know turn on the lights in the living room kitchen temperature 12. you're <laughs> like what i didn't see not anything that i said um, but you, you're right you roll with it patience say it again uh, but again, that's where it comes back to that less is more. If yes. you try to do too much, you're bound to have those kind of mistakes. And... Yeah.
0: I've, I mean, in terms of the light switches, that's why it's nice to have the ability to control the lights using voice, but yeah. also you've got the physical in, switches too.
1: One one other thing, I w- you know, when we talked about groups, each you saw that each room, we talked about how each room was its own group. Mm-hmm. Then what you can do... Uh, and I didn't mention this is you can then group those groups together. So I have a first floor group that includes the living room, family room, kitchen. Then you can say, turn off the lights on the first floor and everything on the first floor goes off. Hmm. I also have a command of the entire house. So sometimes at night I'll say, turn off the entire house and all the lights in the house go off. Now that's kind of cool if you're somebody who may not have light perception and you're not sure if your lights have been left on Mm -hmm. or off. Being able to just turn everything off in the house is kind of cool too.
0: I have one important question yeah. before we answer the uh, questions in the chat. Tony. Sure. My question is what happens if your Wi Fi goes down?
1: So, great question. Some devices will still work. So, when I created this smart house, that was uh, one of the important things that we thought about. If internet goes down or if Wi Fi goes down, what can still be done. So 99% of the light switches that I have in here are these Lutron light switches and they work off of a a technology called Zigbee. So there's a, a little hub downstairs in my basement plugged in where my internet is and that's how they work. So if there's no internet in the house, no Wi-Fi, it doesn't matter. Those will still work just fine. All right. Now, if you have a switch that is only Wi-Fi and those are pretty cheap and inexpensive and easy to put in, they're great. But if your Wi-Fi goes down, mm-hmm. um, you can still use the switch. There's still a physical switch, okay. but you won't be able to, um, for instance, those little round buttons we were talking about, mm-hmm. if the internet's down, those don't work at all. Okay. So. Okay. And generally internet is pretty good these yeah. days, but obviously occasionally
0: you will lose service. Yep. All right, let's uh, look in the chat here and see what we've got. So uh, starting w- with Dave Bolman here Yeah. asks, um, uh, do you need to have an echo
1: show for the ring? Good question. If you want the video piece showing up, then you do need the echo show because you need the one with the screen. You, If you just want your echoes to ring when your doorbell is pressed, or you just want audio back and forth then any echo will work for that you do not need the show all right
0: and uh any ideas just rough ballpark how much uh, like a regular echo might cost versus a show yeah
1: so the echoes can you usually start 39 49 for the dots mm-hmm. on up the studios i think are 199 a piece that's usually their most expensive echo and then the shows can range there's a, a 5 inch 8 inch 10 inch and 15 inch and they range anywhere from like $89 up to about uh, $199 or so. All right. Uh, next question from Sue. Uh, how much does the router
0: slow down when the various switches and cameras are in
1: operation? Good que- Also a good question. So again, depending on what the technology is, again, when we go back to those light switches that are running on Zigbee, that's not affecting my Wi-Fi whatsoever. Any of light switches that are gonna be running on Wi-Fi, they barely take anything. It's not, it doesn't, there's no effect. Uh, if we're streaming the, you know, the doorbell camera again, that's less, uh, that would take up less uh, bandwidth or affect your Wi-Fi less than watching Netflix or something like that, because it's a really compressed um, video. It's not great video quality that's yeah. coming from those doorbells. Mm-hmm. So. You know, the more obviously one thing I don't have around my house, but they're quite popular are security cameras. Mm. You know, the more of those that you start to incorporate, those could affect uh, some of your Wi-Fi performance. But nowadays, um, you know, most individuals have decent Wi-Fi routers and they have decent internet in the home. And so it does not typically affect your Wi-Fi. It's not it's not for like everything you saw in my house, which probably more than a normal person might might have. It it one hundred percent does not affect my Wi Fi at all. All right, good question. Let's see. Uh, Lynn
0: said that uh, that her elect- oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, said yeah. That Lynn said that her thing responded to you. Yep. Then we already uh, we already said that. Um, Dean asks, is it possible to have um, the A-word verbalize the response, i.e. when turning
1: the lights oh, on off? Oh, good, good question. question. Yeah. So I have, um, it will not, you, but basically you have two options. One is you can have her say, okay, I believe she says, okay, if I'm not mistaken. Or I've turned that off and instead you heard it make that beep noise uh, every time mm-hmm. it runs a command. But it will not say like, okay ran, watch a movie. So it won't confirm, um, it won't confirm, you know, exactly what it heard. The other thing you can do by default, the Echo devices have this feature turned off, but you can go into the settings on the app when you set it up is there is a sound for when it, when it starts listening and a sound when it stops listening. So if I say a, you'll hear it beep, you talk. And then when you stop talking and it's done listening, it beeps, letting you know it started and stop listening. I found that to be more annoying uh, than it was really worth and caused a little bit more trouble. But for those who want, you know, the confirmation that she heard you, that that might be a feature as well. All right. Excellent. Uh, Sue asks, what version of the Apple TV you have? I have the Apple TV 4k. Mm. Um, and the reason I did that is because that's the one that's, that's, uh, supports the Dolby Atmos. Uh, that we were talking about. Mm -hmm. If you don't really care about the, 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 the 4K quality, the video quality, and you don't need the super, you know, awesome surround sound, then just the standard Apple TV. Although I don't know if you, I think you can only get the 4K at this point. I'm not even, I'm not sure that they sell. The older versions how but. much uh, how much does that go for they have uh, two different models depending on how much storage the storage is really only good if you want to use it to play games hmm. uh, i believe 179 and 199 yeah, I pretty believe. Cheap, yeah. Pretty cheap. well not when you compare it to the fire tv stick yeah, that you true. can pick up for 49. But
0: that is true but i mean we, we were discussing uh just yesterday how the fire the, the fire
1: line of tv yes. stuff tends to be a bit laggy It and, just uh, i just can't get into it i yeah uh, if, if 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 your budget doesn't allow you to spend the 179, then absolutely the Fire Stick is great. Mm. If you're able to spend that extra, I find the performance of Voiceover to be. Just much better. It's way smoother. Yeah, snappier. And uh, finally
0: here we have from Dave uh, again asking if uh, he understood that a smart... Let me try this again. Mm -hmm. A smart switch will not work
1: where there is a ceiling fan and light on the same switch. Uh, um, a, a, A dimmer switch won't. So there are different kinds of light of smart switches you can get. One, you can get just a straight um, on off smart switch. I have that in my laundry room. Uh, It just turns the light on, turns the light off. Then there's the dimmer switches that we saw earlier here today, where you can dim the lights. The dimmer ones won't work on the fan. If your fan, um, oh, this gets a little confusing. Older ceiling fans typically just had one switch that powered both the fan and the lights. You know, you turn the switch on, Mm -hmm. the fan goes on and the lights go on. Newer houses, when ceiling fans are put in, now fans and lights are put on separate switches so you can control them separately. In that case, then a dimmer switch would work with the fan because it's only controlling the light. But in my case, it's a little older home and so dimmers will not work with ceiling fan switches that do both the fan and the light. In that case, you can't use a dimmer, but you can use just a standard smart switch that's on off, uh, no dimmer. Those will work just fine. All right. Well, that was the end of our (laughs) questions.
0: It made sense to somebody. Yes. Uh, That was the end of our comments in the chat here. Thank you everybody for joining us on uh, this whirlwind tour of uh, the smartest home in uh, Milwaukee. And (laughs) uh, hope you enjoyed it and got some ideas for how to set up your own smart home. Um, If you would like to uh, check out this video again and immerse yourself in Corey's uh, house, then uh, we we do have this available on our YouTube channel. um, So you can. Go to youtube.com forward slash in focus technology and uh, that will let you experience this all over again as many times as you uh, want as to. As many,
1: you as know, you many. can watch all of the old ones. Yeah, why uh, not watch them all? It doesn't have there. to just be my house. No nope, that you would just uh, want to hang with us.
0: Yeah, that would also uh, allow you to get to those videos on the smart TVs. So if you're thinking about yeah. the smart TV, we do have the Fire TV and uh, the um, the Apple TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, uh, we do have um, now. Corey, are those Tech Talk Lives, or are they? No, those, those were, were, produced, true, videos. Okay. Those were yep. produced videos. Those were produced videos. So yes, um, if you just search for Apple TV or Fire TV, you should be able to find. Although those. I think
1: we did a Tech Talk Live on them as well. Too. We may have done that. A couple that of as like well, a year yeah. and a half later. Sometimes
0: so. we do double up. But uh, yeah, thank you for joining us, everybody. I hope uh, I hope you enjoyed it, like I say, and uh, we certainly did and uh, we will be back in two weeks time for the next exciting installment of Tech Talk Live. In that installment, we will be taking another another look at the Iris Vision Inspire. Now, we did uh, have Tom Persky from Iris Vision on a Tech Talk Live episode uh, a while back now, but at the time, we ourselves did not have the Iris Vision Inspire, and this time we do. So uh, we're going to take a look at it ourselves and run through um, kind of everything that's uh, going on with that device. And uh, also, I do want to just mention quickly that we do have a year schedule at this point we have planned ahead a couple of the episodes are still um kind of up in the air because we're TBD. waiting yes to tbd because we're waiting for people to confirm that they'll be able to come and join us but i do intend on putting um the the, the list of upcoming episodes um onto our web page and so when i send out an email for the next show then hopefully um there'll be a link there where you can go and view upcoming episodes yeah. and get an idea uh if there's anything that you're interested in
1: And just a reminder, Dining in the Dark, our fundraising event, this Sunday, February 6th. Head over to vision-forward.org and you can get registered and join our virtual uh, event. It'll be good.
0: Yep. And uh, by the way, Corey, uh, Noemi, I hope I said that right, says uh, that uh, they really enjoyed the show and you have a beautiful house. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And I would agree with that. So thanks again, everybody. And uh, we look forward to seeing you in two weeks' time. Bye all. Bye. Thanks for joining us for another Tech Talk Live. If you enjoyed Corey and Luke's antics, join us again in two weeks. To register, visit vision-forward.org techtalklive tech talk live.